Hi, and welcome to the Heart Leader Podcast, where heart and mind align. I am your host, Amber, and I am here with co-host Austin to talk about gratitude this month. We are actually very grateful because we are celebrating our one-year mark for the Heart Leader Podcast. It is incredible. We have been doing this for an entire year. It's actually kind of mind-blowing that we started this talking about gratitude, and now we're actually back to talking about gratitude, which I think is kind of serendipitous. Because if we think about this year and all that we've encountered and the journey that we've taken and everything we've done with you all here in this amazing community that we've built together, all focused around love and really focusing on bringing the heart and the mind into alignment, it actually kind of chokes me up because this year has just been an incredible journey together. It really has. And really with you and Mm. the team that we've built and everyone who has stepped forward to Mm. build out not only this podcast, but the programs that come with it. So I want to start there Mm. because if we're going to talk about gratitude, I want to start with giving gratitude for our year in review. Yeah. And every person and every group and every individual, like we're not going to go over all of that because there's so many people who have stepped forward, but we can at least give a high level mm-hmm. of guests and groups and so many who have really just come forward to help us in this movement that's all centered around awakening the heart of humanity Hmm. and helping us rekindle what we know we are as a human collective and know that while thought leadership is so important, that we're not just thought leaders, we're heart leaders that then think how we can expand our world but it's the heart that binds us it's the heart that creates and then the intellect that brings that creation into fruition and so are you willing to dive in there i am absolutely that was beautiful it's been an amazing journey i absolutely agree and gratitude is such an incredible incredible energy and perspective and state of being to kind of reflect on and to to be a year later to be back into you know it's it's uh like all of our attributes it's great to highlight it for one month but it's honestly great to practice all the all year out exactly but um yeah i just i kind of wanted to First and foremost, dive into what you were talking about, where the heart and mind align. I mean, that is really important for us. And gratitude is, again, a great place to start. It's such an easy pathway in many ways to, to dive into uh, what it means to lead from the heart. Uh, and it's sorry for those who are listening, but for those visually, it's uh, 
you know, when we want to express gratitude, our first thing isn't like, oh, gratitude, right? It's, and I'm Putting our hand on our head. head yeah. you know, it's, and so we're not thinking gratitude. We feel gratitude. We go, oh, gratitude. And put our you know, hands on our, our hearts. Heart. Yeah. Exactly. And so that alone should let us know that that's a key attribute of a foundational aspect of what it means to lead from the heart because that's how we would express it. Yeah. So we can put our energy and our effort into something to get us started. If our goal is to be a heart leader, that's whether it's for ourselves, for our family, for our community, for the world, whatever it is for, for each and every one of us that makes sense. Just reminding, reminding ourselves of that just simple understanding that gratitude is a great way to take that first step into heart leadership. Uh, that's why I'm so happy we're talking about that and we're circling back into it. And again, to take it the next step further, gratitude's a great way to uh, initiate reflection, as you were saying. So yeah, I think there's a ton to, ton to dive into with all of this. This episode of the Heart Leader Podcast was brought to you by Stephen Douglas. Stephen Douglas is one of the nation's leading boutique search and interim resources firms and has been recognized as a leader in identifying and providing access to top talent for clients since 1984. Whether it's a company preparing to go to the next level or a candidate looking for better opportunities, Stephen Douglas keeps the focus on the needs of the people they serve. They specialize in connecting the right talent to a company's needs while also understanding what the market demands. To learn more about this amazing organization, visit them at stephendouglas.com. Yeah. And the fact that we practice gratitude every single night. Yeah. Like, we don't just say it's something that those in our community should do. It's something that we do so that we can feel the benefits of it. And since we feel the benefits of it, we desire to share it with the community so that they can feel what we feel because we know how powerful gratitude can be, how it can help you create what it is that you desire to create, how it can help you get clear on what it is that you desire and also get clear on what it is that you don't desire. <laughs> like it yeah. goes both ways and how that appreciation for those that you care about can begin to ripple out and those that you care about begin to actually feel it in a much stronger capacity because you know, we know that we love those that we love, but sometimes we don't always express it. But when we sit every evening and we're like, okay, what, what am I grateful for? Who am I grateful for? Why am I grateful for what I'm grateful for and who I'm grateful for? Then suddenly we begin to go to those depths and we're like, Oh my gosh, I'm grateful for you, Austin, because you always have my back. When I'm having a very long day, 
you always take the time to notice and suddenly dinner is ready when I'm working until eight o'clock at night. And I didn't even have to ask. It was just there. And I so appreciate you for that. And if I was caught up in my day and I didn't thank you for it at that moment, if I take the time in the evening and I'm like, oh, wow, he did do that. Then I can remember the next day to say, Austin, that meant a lot to me. And suddenly our bond gets stronger hmm. because it came back into my mind during my gratitude practice. And when I think about our community and the fact that we are 1.1 million people strong through our social media and through other avenues, we're beginning to build up. I am grateful for every soul who has decided that they are joining in on this movement, however it feels appropriate for them. Mm -hmm. But it isn't as though I don't feel a connection to every one of those individuals who are saying, we agree that we desire to build more love in this world in whatever way that means to them. And so I am grateful for Every person who said yes to this movement and joined in. And so we take time in the evenings to say thank you in a flow down through our Facebook or through Instagram or through those who listen in some way just to say thank you. Thank you for committing your time to us, however it is that you do. Because your time and your commitment to us matters to us. And obviously, you've said that what we're doing matters to you on some level. And so we've created a bond, a connection. And that's important. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> very well said. I don't know if there's much I can add to that. Um, I'm very grateful for those words. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's, gratitude can be extremely life-changing. I know we shared uh, last year on our very first one uh, about the science behind it. And we touched on these kind of things and how it's like scientifically uh, proven to show that gratitude, even just over a 30 day period can completely rewire the brain. It's amazing, but we don't need science to prove that. I mean, we all know that if we're around other people and let's say we're interacting with friends or family or coworkers, et cetera, if we don't get a thanks or we're not, we're not receiving a thanks or, um, you know, for some of the, some of the things that, that we're doing for others or with others, talk about a difficult motivator to want to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And we all know this, we've all experienced that where we've gone out of our way to help someone or, uh, something, or, you know, just, just made the effort and it wasn't received in the same way. 
Now let's remove expectation. Let's remove all of that because, okay, yes, those are going to be clouded in there and we get that. But we really just take gratitude for what it is and just, you know, a simple thank you can mean all the difference. And if we're doing something or helping someone and we're not receiving that in return, I mean, it is really, really difficult to, to just stick in it and want to kind of keep helping. Like that's not a great motivator, but when you do get that in return, I mean, immediately it's like, boom, okay. Yeah. I want to keep helping this person because they care. And, and I'm sure, you know, I know that goes both ways on that end. And so, you know, when you're able to, when someone's really helping you out and you go out and you make sure you share gratitude and share the thanks, like they're going to want to keep helping you. They're going to want to be there for you. They're going to be want, want to be there with you, walk that path, whatever is going on. And so we don't need science to prove that it's important and that it can rewire our brains and all as great as all that is. We experience it daily. And we, it almost is like it happens so much or it happens around us constantly that we've almost maybe become a little numb to recognizing the actual true power and impact that gratitude can and does have on each and every one of us. Yeah. Well, I liken it to really good customer service. Yeah. And I know they could say how, but customer service, at least in my experience and all I can come from is my lens, right? Yeah. But we've experienced this recently, like within the past few weeks, it's almost as though people are off put by fulfilling the job that you have hired them to do. Mm. And that's across multiple different platforms that we've experienced this. And I understand so many people are really against the wall right now. And there are so many things happening across yeah. multiple things. So having compassion for where everyone is along their journey, but really good customer service can ignite that gratitude in you because you feel heard, you feel understood, you feel a desire from whomever it is that is providing that customer service to really be there to support you and whatever the need is that you have brought them on board to mm -hmm. provide. And then all of a sudden it like ignites its gratitude Thank you. Thank you so much for all you've done. How can I let somebody know that you have gone above and beyond for me? Mm -hmm. And then you just want to shout from the mountaintops. This person did such a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure you hold on to this person. They are amazing at what they do. And then it just creates this chain effect that happens because someone cared enough about you to hear you then you want to care enough about them to make certain that whomever it is knows how amazing they are. And then hopefully that leads to them getting recognized for how wonderful they were at what they did and then so on. And then the company gets recognized mm -hmm. because they have exemplary customer service. What if all of life was like that? Yes. What if all of life was like a great customer service experience and everyone was just 
very eager to say, how can I be of service to you to the best of my capacity with a joyful heart Mm -hmm. and at the same time, be honoring of myself. Like I don't have to sacrifice myself in order to be of service to you. And then once you received that service, you were like, wow, thank you so much. I really appreciate all that you did to help me. How can I make certain that you're recognized for the service that you did for me? Mm-hmm. And then we just kept building each other up in that way. Mm-hmm. And then we got to go for the flip side. If for any reason I wasn't helpful, help me understand how I wasn't helpful. Provide me with exceptional feedback so that I can grow, so that I can learn, so that I can expand my conscious awareness and I can improve myself which is equally as valuable. And I will be equally as grateful because the only way I'm going to get better, the only way I am going to be able to provide amazing service to, should I desire, to the next person is if I can learn where I can improve from your kind feedback. So I would be equally as grateful for kind feedback. Yeah. And both sides, you know, I mean, that's, that's so important. I think that's where some of the misunderstanding comes with gratitude is that it comes off as maybe one-sided, kind of a one-sided street, right? It's only one way, but as we know, energy is always uh, multi-pathway or yeah. you know uh there's always a two-way street let's just make it really easy <laughs> yeah. and so, or four or yeah, eight right? yeah. <laughs> a minimum of a two-way street a minimum right? of two yeah <laughs> and uh and so that does i'd say that probably gets that gets a little bit lost in that and you know gratitude can be a great way to to bind and pull together so it doesn't feel one way yeah and so it's a great way to kind of step into the oneness to step into the connection point to step into um beyond commoditizing humanity and recognizing that you know we are all people just doing the best that we know how to do and that we're not gonna be all perfect it's fine yeah but when we can talk about it and we can share and just know that look there's always room for improvement on, on all sides but when we can actually have that heart-to-heart connection, have that talk about what it is or whatever needs to be done, it's like, man, and that's why I appreciate what you're saying. It's because, you know, I think that's that's not often taught when it comes to gratitude is that side of it yeah. because it's, it's hard. It, you know, it hits the ego. It hits, you know, because oftentimes most of us just want to do well, right? And so when we are attempting to do our best and it's not being received, well, you know, it's really tough to receive feedback. It's really tough to even be in a state of gratitude or want to reciprocate uh, anything in that regard. And so it's a good way to get us out of our head, which is where we tend to be when we are in our ego and balance into our hearts, which is where we are when we are fully embodying love. And because gratitude is a extension of love, then we can step into that love in order to experience gratitude 
uh, in that exchange. I'm going to share the story of how we met our executive director of education, Linda. Yes, yes, that'll be great. Talk about grateful. <laughs> yes. Hi, Actually, Linda. why don't you? <laughs> Linda, we love you. Why don't you share it? Because ultimately the message came into you. Right, right. So, yeah, we've been, um, we just started about this time last year uh, selling online courses. Yeah. You know, we, um, we wanted to dedicate our first year just giving away a bunch of free content, information, Three videos a week yeah. uh, for a full over a year, and that's kind of what really helped us grow. We said, "Hey, you know, we're in it to be authentic. We're in it to not take advantage." I mean, 2020 and 2021; these were a lot happened in so many people's lives. Uh, yeah. The last thing we wanted is for anyone to feel taken advantage of, given what everyone was going through. Yeah, and people so, really needed help and support. They and did, so. yeah, especially in an area where uh, we weren't taught, right? Yeah. So we weren't taught emotional clarity and uh, you know, positive mental mindsets and you know, uh, even spiritually, like how to connect spiritually, how to talk to your body. You know, all these things aren't, aren't things we, we're, we have to explore and, and understand ourselves. And it can be a really daunting task to do that. Yeah. And during COVID, yeah. the C word, we'll just call it the C word. <laughs> during that, um, we definitely had a lot of time on our hands to not necessarily know how to fill. Mm -hmm. And so this gave an opportunity to explore things that maybe we hadn't had that chance to learn mm -hmm. when we were growing up. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. We as humanity, just humanity, for clarification, yes. yes like, Thank you. Yes, because um, we, as in the two of us, were um, doing a lot of courses. <laughs> we were yes. filming a ton. There was yeah. a lot on our hands <laughs> uh, in the best way. Um, but uh, yeah, so we we started doing all these different courses, attempting to kind of connect with people and see what would be. You know, what do people want to learn during this down or during and downtime is not the right word, but during this time of, of reflection and opportunity for personal growth. Yeah. Um, and so we started just testing a bunch of different courses, seeing what people would be interested in, from the fact of communication to self-love to, uh, you know, decluttering to uh, 12 laws of the universe. I mean, it's just a full spectrum of stuff. And so we um, we got to meet Linda through this process because at this point um, we were about almost a year in and we had been really fortunate that we had had uh, a 100% satisfaction rate, which I really, really appreciate. And um, and kind of Linda was our first one to just say like, hey, <laughs> um, <laughs> hello. hello, hey, this is good, but here's how it could be better. And, and we really appreciated it because it wasn't, it wasn't like, um, it wasn't mean by any means. She was just saying, hey, I see the potential here. Yeah. And this is, and she like laid it out. Yes. And we found out why later, why she's so good at laying all this stuff out. But she really, really laid it out. And it was like, here, this, 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 and this. Uh, and then then you have a real good course. Yeah. Which was great because the whole the whole marketing around it was that, hey, this is, this is, this is a pre-release. Like, we want this type of feedback. We want to make the best course we can. We want to give the best information. And we can't do that until we get feedback. And we're grateful and for that gratitude, you know, hey, this can be a much lower price than what it will be down the line um, because we know that you're going to be putting extra effort into it. It may not be exactly what you're looking for and you're going to be part of the process of helping us, whether it's through testimonials or 
um, you know, going through and saying, hey, I really like it. Or, you know, what Linda is like, hey, I like it, but... Here's what you can do. Here's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was amazing, the depth, the, um, the clarity behind it. She was on point. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's something that when you don't know, you don't know. It's okay. And so we uh, just started going back and forth. And she started going through all of our courses, which is incredible. And, uh, and we had a beautiful exchange on that. And through the process, we found out, because uh, we do global marketing, right? We're in 86 different countries around the world. So 87 now, Oh, 87 right? now. Um, yeah. Excuse me. And <laughs> yeah. And um, we found out that she was, no joke, 20 minutes away from us right here in, in the Phoenix area. Yes. I mean, the, the chances of that, it's just amazing. And so when we finally met, we got to meet in person and she got to share her incredible heart and her background of being 40 years of education and helping actually build a lot of the educational resources and systems that are in place right now in public schools in Arizona. Like she's just incredible. And so to know that like that's where it was coming from when, when you know, our goal was to, was to get that type of feedback as a whole. And so we were just seeking to give gratitude out to the world, to the universe, to anyone who was willing to provide feedback. And then for her to respond in the same energy, in the same field, if you will, in that gratitude of like, hey, I, you know, she loved what we were doing. She was really grateful for what we were bringing forward. And so the both of us got to meet in gratitude. We got to meet in that state of love and we got to help lift each other up through the process, as you were saying, and that's special. It really is. And she has gifted so much to our programs since then. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, once we really got to know her, she's like, honestly, I thought once I sent that message, I would be met with what I generally get met with, which is, okay, fine. Here's your money back, bye. Mm-hmm. But to get met with, we love feedback. Thank you so much. Not only for this, but will you do more? Mm-hmm. Give us feedback. Give us feedback. That is really something that, from our viewpoint, only can make us better. And we're so grateful for it. And from her viewpoint, was not something that she had received often. Mm-hmm. But what if it became more commonplace? What if we opened ourselves up more to that and we're willing to see that there's a difference between criticism and feedback? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's key. Can you expand on that? Of course. If someone is being judgmental and criticizing you, over something that you cannot change, right? It is just part of who you are. Then that's different than making an observation of something that absolutely could be in some way pivoted. Mm -hmm. Like if you're building out a program or you're creating an artwork Artwork is subjective, and so that's somewhat mm-hmm. part of who you are and may not desire to be changed. 
But there are certain things that we do that if we seek feedback on it, or there is an awareness that feedback can be provided to enhance it, then it's not a personal hit. It is about building something that is outside of self, that is intended to be for the greater whole, that is intended to incorporate others into it. So it is not about self. It is intended to be about others. And so the moment you're creating something that you know will include others, then you by default have to include others in the feedback process and be willing to expand it out. Where if it's like my personal clothing, yeah, I might even take a little bit of feedback on that. But if I know my style and I like my style and someone is criticizing the clothing I wear, I might just go, okay, well, that's your viewpoint. Yeah. But I'm not going to have you demean me and judge me for it. Mm. So there is a fine line, but we have to be willing to say, okay, if I'm building a project or a program or something that will affect you and I plan to bring it out to you, then I have to be open to your viewpoint of it and see how I can make it more inclusive. I like that. So criticism kind of has that more, more of like maybe a negative energy or, or a lower vibration energy where like feedback is more of a positive uplifting energy. Could it be presented in that way or is that a little bit too black and white? I think that's a maybe a little bit too black and white because okay. some individuals may feel like feedback is a lower energy. Interesting. What we have to be able to do is separate feedback from self mm. because okay. feedback is about something that we're creating outside of self. Even if a little bit of our self is in it, mm -hmm. it's still something diff separate from self would be what I would offer. Okay. So like as much as we love this community that we're building and as much as we love Suivera, yeah. it is not about us. No. It is about the movement. Therefore, it has to be open to feedback from the community that is building it. Mm -hmm. Likewise, if we are developing something for the business that we have outside of Suivera, mm -hmm. it is still about the company and we have to be open to feedback about the company. Mm -hmm. It is as much as we have invested ourselves in it, it is still about the company, mm -hmm. not about who I am. I am not the company. The company is not me. Therefore, if somebody's giving me feedback on that company, it is not a personal slight. Right. All too often, we take it as a personal slight mm. because we've invested so much of ourselves in it. Mm -hmm. And therefore, our ego gets wrapped up in it. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to take feedback. It is yeah. as though you have just hurt me because you've criticized the work that I do mm -hmm. is how we feel. But it's not that at all. It is I am providing feedback on this process. I am grateful that someone cares enough about the business I am creating to provide me feedback to make my company, my business, and my skill set better. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. It does. 
Yeah, I was in some ways attempting to get clarity on just like some of the reasons why we use um, direct instead of control, for example, because mm-hmm. there's oftentimes you hear, well, you need to take constructive criticism. And that sounds kind of like opposite things. Yeah. Right. And so I'm attempting to almost say, okay, well, well, what do we, how do we define that? How do we better understand? Because do we need constructive criticism if we just say, hey, feedback? Yeah. You know, is, is it, you know, at some level, are we, are we unintentionally um, using the same kind of words, but actually not recognizing the, um, what it has behind it? the energy behind it like if uh, just swapping out words for example um, like direct and control Um, you know direct again is a very positive Uh, control tends to be a very negative and even we say oh yeah i want to be in control of myself okay fine in some ways i can that can be viewed as positive but the majority how often is control used positively yeah not very often and so when you can say i direct myself right you know, it's like, okay, yeah, uh, we, it's used, direction is usually in a positive note, or at least let's call it neutral. Yeah. Like I'm going, I need directions to somewhere, or uh, maybe I'm directing a movie or uh, any, any way that we use it, it just, it tends to be less of a negative connotation or, or usage in that sense. And so I was just kind of seeking to understand, you know, for those who uh really desire to be focused on the way that they communicate, not only to others, but to themselves, uh, this understanding of, of constructive criticism, which I hear constantly. I do too, yeah. Um, and it's always like, oh, well, you need to learn con- constructive con- criticism. I heard that all the time growing up. And yeah. and I get that and I, and I appreciate it. Um, but it was, hard, it was always hard to swallow that compared to like, hey, you know, do you want some feedback? Yeah. And that, like, it, I don't know, it just felt better coming from that standpoint. Or like, hey, I've got some feedback from you or for you, like if you're willing to hear it. Like there's just obviously both entail room for improvement, which is important. But there was just something a little bit extra, like constructive criticism almost like came from just like it almost felt a little bit disconnected from the heart. It would be like, okay, here's logic, here's, uh, you know, that approach without really fully seeing the other person at all levels where i think feedback just has that extra level of like hey it's got some heart it can definitely have some logic because feedback needs to have logic Um, but it has that extra little bit heart in there that's like look i see you and i see what you're attempting to do and i see the potential and here's how here's some information to help you get there yeah i agree because i don't understand how criticism can ever be constructive which is why I never understood that term. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because you immediately, when you said criticism, it was it was immediately paired with judgment. Yeah. Which is really fascinating. I don't know if that was intentional or not. It was indeed. It was indeed, well, <laughs> as most things are with you. Um, but yeah, I mean, even that, I guess I, was, I, I had that moment of reflection as you were talking about. I was like, oh yeah, criticism and judgment definitely tend to be paired. Yeah. Like you don't hear judgment and feedback paired very often. So that's why they're in different spaces. Yeah. Yes. And it's hard to be grateful for any kind of criticism, whether it's constructive or otherwise. Now, can you be? Yeah, of course. You can give gratitude for anything, even if it's just, okay, I'm grateful that I understand where that 
is coming from. Because everyone is in their own space. And if someone is giving me constructive criticism, I have a choice of whether I accept it or not. Right? Mm -hmm. And so generally constructive criticism comes from, okay, I'll go back to the outfit because, you know, sometimes as, as people, we love to provide such things. And so if someone's giving me constructive criticism about my attire, okay, I appreciate it. I can receive it or not receive it, but it allows me to understand what they prefer because ultimately what they're doing is telling me what their style is. Mm -hmm. And so it helps me understand, okay, if I were to ever get a gift for them and it included clothing, then I know what their style would be. And therefore I can use it for that. Doesn't mean that I have to take it on as my own. It means that they just provided me a beautiful opportunity to know where they are and how I can use that in the future to be in best service to them. Hmm. Like so we all get an opportunity to say, all right, what am I going to do with this right now? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be triggered by it? Am I going to allow my ego to get in the way? Or am I going to remain balanced in my ego hmm. and find some way to find gifts in this? Hmm. I love that because it almost sounds like gratitude can be a almost like an ego diffuser. You yeah. know, whether it's under ego, which is very possible, we can be triggered and be under ego, not feel worthy enough, uh, you know, that lack of self-confidence and and feel, you know, actually pull in, um, or we can be over ego and where it's almost coming off like, uh, uh, attack or, um, uh, inflate or, um, just attempting to cover up the, the, you know, insecurity or something like that, which again, we all experience both of those at some levels, <laughs> you know, do. all throughout our lives. Um, but yeah, I didn't, you know, gratitude. We often hear gratitude as, as a practice, we don't hear it as, as to, I, I would say to this level, uh, you know, the, this is like an extension of gratitude. And, and I love to see that because you're right. I mean, it absolutely can be a great diffuser for ego and it can pull us back, I guess, because we do experience ego more in our, in, in our, in our minds, right? Mm -hmm. um, when in our hearts, those, those kind of things start to fall away we start to recognize that, you know, the insecurities and things that we feel are things that we've, we've created thoughts that we've, uh, you know, as we're talking about the negative brain bias, right? I mean, that's yeah. where, when we're having 95% of our thoughts being negative every day, of course, we're going to create insecurities just through our own thinking that, that can happen. But a gratitude can be a great practice to pull us out of that and also pull us out of our ego when we start to get too much into the ego and out of balance. So I, I really like that. I think that's a good, that's a great one that I feel like I could be a little bit more intentional in balancing um, that gratitude in, in that way. So thank you. Yeah. Well, and we've talked about this with some other guests before, and that's why I'm so grateful for all the guests that we've had on here, 
We've had so many amazing hearts and amazing souls that we've talked to. And often we talk about how gratitude is like an opener or a gateway directly to love. So when we talk about what would love do, one of the first things love always does is give gratitude. Mm. Give gratitude for everything, right? When we think about being loving, being grateful is like top of that list. Mm. And so if we're ever wondering, okay, how can I be the most loving I can be right now? Be grateful. Mm. And then that brings you right there. Generally, the most loving thing we can do is tell someone, I'm grateful for all that you do. Yeah. I'm grateful to have you in my life. I'm grateful to see your face every day. Of course, that's going to just like immediately bring feelings of connection and love up for both of you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's a romantic partnership, a parent-child partnership, you know, whatever the connection is, business partnership. If you say to somebody, I am grateful that you are part of my life journey, immediately there's a connection of love at some level there. Right. Yeah, what would love do? Gratitude is a great first step. Mm-hmm. Something that we can access instantaneously too, which is pretty amazing. I also feel like it's a really great tool to pull us out of lack. And we've talked about that a little bit. But it's yeah. hard in a world that constantly feels like it's attacking you or um, telling you to change or telling you to be different or just telling you how to be and, and what to do. Be. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's easy to like, you know, fall into lack, uh, lack of self-worth, lack of self-confidence, uh, lack of motivation, lack of understanding. It's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with so many different things just flying around, you know, uh, whether it's people, organizations, countries, governments, any, any of it, there's just so much disconnect and miscommunication that it's hard to understand what's actually happening. I feel like, you know, we've had those conversations and as we've talked to many people, one of the biggest things right now, just in this world is like, well, what's the truth? Yeah. Right. And so I know I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but I'm pulling it back. And the fact that um, when we don't have what seems like kind of like a, a North Star or a truth, gratitude is a great, a great focus point to help us in that way. Because when we do be, become very thankful and we are aware of what we already have and the many gifts that we get every single day, it turns the mundane into magnificent and remarkable. And we start to recognize the miracles that are happening every day. And then it's just that, that little reminder, it pulls us out of lack and into abundance. And again, abundance is where love lives. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that that little that little reconnect into the heart, that movement into abundance, that movement into just been like when I'm thankful, I feel safe. 
When I'm thankful, I feel happy. When I'm thankful, I feel connected. You know, when, when it's so easy to be disconnected, sad, and feeling alone. Gratitude is like that energy that can just kind of wrap you up and just be that warm, beautiful light. It just reminds me of the of all of it can remind all of us of like the preciousness and and the if you will, the divine in all things. Yeah. And I think that's a good segue to talk about what we do as our own practice every night. Yeah. Um, now I know we keep different journals. Mm-hmm. What I journal is a little different than what you journal. So maybe we can talk about that a little bit and then what we do together. Sure. So every evening before we head off to bed, mm-hmm. we both journal. And what I do in my journal outside of just freeform journal is I review every evening what went well that day, what I can do to improve for the next day, and then at least three things, usually it's a whole list, Mm -hmm. but at least three things for which I am grateful for that occurred that day. And again, generally it's like two or three pages. But what that does is it does bring it back to heart and I can viscerally and visually have it come back to me. And it's almost as though I'm experiencing it again. Mm -hmm. And it's such a beautiful sensation and such a beautiful feeling. And then what that does is it kind of reinforces that, yes, this is what my life is meant to be and therefore I'm attracting more of that back into my life Mm. and more of that back into my life because I know that this is what life is meant to feel like this feeling Mm -hmm. this amazingness and so my days suddenly start to feel like that even when things happen which they do we've experienced like a series of these events where like it's not like life is just rose petals and champagne we have a lot of things that happen and go sideways but even through it that feeling of gratitude is still there yeah because we see the potential in all of it yeah and so that practice helps keep that in motion how about your journal uh yeah i mean in many ways it's it's similar um you know i i'm not a two to three pager uh (laughs) although i honor and respect that approach uh it just doesn't work for me in that sense i don't i don't feel as connected to i kind of get into a point where i feel like i'm just writing to write and i and i like to be a little bit more succinct um and that's the beauty of practice is that everyone approaches things differently right and so, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it is very similar. I focus on, um, you know, what, what did I accomplish things that I desired to accomplish today? And if I didn't, you know, what can I do the next day or within the week? Um, what were the wins that I had for the day? 
and then what what could be improved you know in many ways just providing my own feedback to, as a reflection point um, and then the yeah three or more things for gratitude uh, that's always a good one and when I first started I felt like it was tough to be to find the three things because I wanted to overthink and I wanted to like oh well, there's just so many right and I feel like for those who are just starting their gratitude practice or diving in or want to step into into living in gratitude it's not about how many you know whether you list one or 50 things you're grateful for in my experience, I don't find it yeah. any different. Um, it's the intention, the desire to be in gratitude, not the result of gratitude. Says as much of life in the experience and the process, not the result. And so there are some nights where, yeah, I'm, you know, it's just maybe one of those days where I'm just, man, uh, there's so much just clicking and moving. And I just feel so, so grateful. And there's some days where I'm, I'm struggling, you know, straight up, had a rough day, you know, just doing my best to, to flow through. And, and all I can think about is like, oh my gosh, I am so grateful that I have a pillow that I get to sleep on tonight. Yeah. Like it can be that simple and it doesn't have to feel stupid. Like, oh man, like. You know, and maybe the next day you might realize like, oh, you know, I was, there's actually a lot I can be grateful for. That's okay. Allow, allow all of it. Allow all the feels, feel all the feels. And, um, and I think that's been really helpful. It's not, not putting an expectation on the amount of gratitude, just allowing it to be what it is. If I had one win, if I had 10 wins, if I, you know, had one piece of feedback or 10 pieces of feedback, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it all, it all helps. It all helps us get to where we desire to be because it provides to some degree a, spe a level of specificity and, and, and helps us shape where we desire to be. It's not just out in the ethers. It becomes more purposeful and intentional because we are bringing purpose and intention into it. I love that. And then once we're done with our journals... And then we do my favorite. Um, <laughs> we share our manifestations. It's amazing. We trade off every other night. Um, we, when one of us is speaking them out loud, the other is uh, receiving. And we both hold that space of gratitude because when it comes to manifestations, gratitude plays a huge, huge part. And by manifestations, that's what we are manifesting right now, what we are creating and attracting into our experience in this world. Exactly. And it's important to remember that when we start thinking about the future, every future moment is still experienced in the present. And so when you can explore what you desire in the future, but still use present words, then it can compound the present moment. So you end up living what you're seeking to bring forward. And so, you know, I will statements or I could, or this can, you know, these are, these are good, 
But these, you know, when you're really focused on I am statements or um, even just stating things like this is happening now and it will continue to grow as it's moving forward. Which isn't easy. We even no. caught ourselves like we do Maybe, this right. and we rewrote our manifestation list probably a good four times because mm. we're like, oh, there's a word. There's an I will instead of an I am or we are. And yes. yes. So it is important to be willing to rewrite and rewrite and be open to the process. But gratitude plays a huge role. in your manifestations right because again it's abundance and it's attract it's that attracting that energy yeah and so when you're when you seek to be in that and then you compound in that you can bring the energy of abundance into uh into growth whether that's a desire of more financial abundance or um uh, even it could be even personal growth abundance it could be uh more love i mean uh more friendships, more uh, more experiences, more adventures. I mean, there's there's so much that we can experience. I mean, I think one of the things that you shared with me from the very beginning, which really helped me understand how to effectively uh, approach the future, which is um, give gratitude for where you are, but always ask what else is possible. Yeah. And if you kind of use that as like a formula, if you will, then you state the gratitude in in the desire and then and then use it to move what else you desire in that process. So even as you continue to grow, um, you know, oh, a couple weeks from then, a year from then, 10 years from then, and as you you actually are living in that growth, in that abundance, in that manifestation that you're seeking, then you're honoring it and continuing to attract more. Yes. And that's such a beautiful balance. It's a dance. It's just incredible. Yes. Yeah. And to share it with another mm-hmm. or to do it in a group, mm-hmm. it amplifies it. Yes. And so having other grateful hearts get together with friends mm-hmm. and share your manifestation lists right. over and over. It's an amazing way. I love that. And if you... Don't happen to be around people and you are uh, by yourself, uh, you know, if you're, this is, let's say it's an every night practice, for example, even just saying it out loud, you know, oh, our voice. We have a solution for that. They could join Suivero Life and we could we create do. a we manifestation do. group oh, where amazing. people yeah. could yes. get together that would like to do this. I love this. And so... You're hearing it live. You're hearing it live. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, so on Facebook, on Facebook, we have a group (laughs) called Suivera Life. It's a private group. If you're interested, you could join. Just look up Suivera Life, and we could start a group where if you're looking to have people of like heart and like mind to just have this opportunity to echo out and have manifestations in gratitude that Mm -hmm. you just say aloud you don't even have to get together together specifically we can just through videos you could say what your manifestations are Mm -hmm. and we could just post videos out there so that we can all watch each other's and really help amplify that energy let's make that happen i love it yeah always a solution always (laughs) 
Well, thank you, my love, for this amazing conversation and gratitude. When we're talking about being grateful, you are at the top of that list. Definitely. Thank you, my love. Feeling is beyond mutual. And it's uh, one of my favorite things about life is how much we thank each other, how much we just say I love you to each other. We recognize each other. We we active, we put actions, whether it's, you know, cleaning dishes because of this or that, or, um, you know, it's not one defined role. Uh, it's just that, hey, we are what each other needs in the moment that we need it and allowing it to be fluid and from a place of love, yet stable. And that's incredible. Gratitude and action. Yes. Well, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Happy. Happy. (laughs) (laughs) And we also want to take another moment to thank our donors who make all of this possible. You know who you are. Our family and friends who have supported this, even into the late nights and the missed gatherings as we've built this out all of you who are part of this community on facebook instagram everywhere else that we have this just manifesting across to youtube and everywhere else that you're listening every single one of you are making this movement of love possible sparking the hearts and really making magic happen. Our our love for you is real. And thank you to the Transformation Network for all of the hard work that you have put into this podcast. It definitely has not gone unseen, and we are so, so grateful for you and the team. So we are appreciative for another episode and one year of the Heart Leader podcast. It is the start of many, many more. You're going to see some amazing changes coming up in the year ahead. And one of them is the establishment of the Heart Leader headquarters. We are starting a new approach starting in November. So be on the lookout the wonderful tool that you are used to seeing come forward will still be available, but it will be coming through in a whole new way. So if you check out in the description below, you can still grab this month's tool, but then you can see how expanded we're becoming. So take a moment, look in the description below and see how you can grab your gratitude journal and learn more about the Heart Leader Headquarters, as we're calling it, the Heart Leader HQ. (laughs) Until next time, I am your host, Amber, and this is co-host Austin, and we look forward to seeing you in the Suivera community. You've been listening to the Heart Leader Podcast with your host, Amber, where heart and mind align. 
Tune in weekly as we take a deeper dive into what it means to be a heart leader. Ready to take the next step? Join us and over 1 million people worldwide who've united in creating this global movement of love. Become a heart leader for today and tomorrow. Learn more and connect with us at sweetbera.org.